All right, here we go. Welcome back to Colin Does Electric, the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Redneck Sunburns. I'm talking about baking and scorching in the sun on the side of a hill at the landfill. Absolutely no sunblock and not enough hydration. And nobody's fault but your own. Well, in all honesty, it really wasn't that bad. Um, I did get a sweet little sunburn and I definitely didn't pack enough water, which I got to keep that in mind going into these summer days, these hotter hotter more humid days going forward we were working at the landfill out there on the hillside of it we were working on switching out one of the older control panels demoed that out ripped out the pipe for that put in installed a new control panel new cabinet uh, ran some new three-quarter EMT pulled in some feeds for it and all that uh, I gotta say we were trying to we were bending three-quarter EMT but we were basically on this know dirt rock trail on the side of a hill and it, it was kind of a it was kind of a pain to get you know to, to to make your bends quite that that great we weren't really doing anything too crazy we were really just doing you know 90s with little kicks in them and some offsets and just real simple stuff but it was kind of driving me crazy trying to be too much of a perfectionist about it and realizing you know given the situation and the environment we in it wasn't it wasn't that important for it to be, you know, super, super perfect. Um, but it, it definitely still looked good. It still worked out. Ran a new ran a new feed for it and got everything that we needed to get done that day. But towards the end of the day, it did it was starting to get pretty, pretty hot as the sun shifted over and we kind of lost all of our shade, and it was just sort of beating right down on us. Um, but all in all, really wasn't a bad day. It was nice to get outside. We've been. <clears throat> working inside for quite a bit so it was nice it really it went you know when i woke up that morning i think it was like 48 degrees by the end of the day my truck when i pulled out it was reading 98 degrees so that's a huge difference um granted the sl- the, the truck was sitting in the sun for you know the whole day so i don't think it necessarily wasn't exactly 98 degrees but it was definitely definitely up there so the flex stack has arrived apparently there was a whole crap load of issues with the shipping apparently like a hundred of these packages these large stack pack packages got shipped to the middle of the country for whatever reason tracking was lost to the world all kinds of shenanigans but lo and behold it has arrived and it's awesome i got it with a bunch of accessories uh battery mounts uh front tool brackets the uh extension cord uh clip brackets that go in the front there Got the larger organizer, got the smaller organizer to go right on top. So I'm excited to load that thing up. And then to top it all off, uh, Friday afternoon, the Diamondback order came in with the Elias 2.0, the GK1, the, the mini DB sacks, which are so cool. They're a little smaller than I thought they were, which, which is not a problem at all. But I am actually glad. Um, and the the Golight, the Pen Golight. I gotta correct myself though. I made an error, scratch that, retract that. It's not rechargeable. It does take the AAA batteries right after I talk trash about having to put batteries in it. Um, I'm kind of bummed out it's not rechargeable. Maybe that'll change, but for now, it's fine. It's still cool, clips on, super bright LED. Still love it, still awesome, but I do wish it was rechargeable. Um, but yeah, I got that package. I'm looking to set that up as well. A lot of cool stuff came in this week. Oh, and also today we had 
the double shoe, the controversial double shoe, half inch, three quarter Greenlee Bender showed up today. The one that people have been tearing up on the Instagram reel in the comments, just straight hating on it. It's awesome. I, you know, I'm glad I got it. It's, it's, in, you know, it's still just as awesome as I remember from the few weeks ago at the Greenlee experience. I think it's gonna be great. I think I'm gonna end up having to take the three quarter and a half inch bender, throw them in the shop, and just roll with the one bender with the two shoe from now. Um, well, I mean, maybe I'll keep the three quarter. What I'll do is okay. This is what I'll do. I'll put the half inch bender at the shop because that one's not as common. I'll keep the three quarter, and then I'll have the half inch and three quarter. That's perfect. So in case me and my coworker, we both need a bender, we both have a three quarter bender, and then boom, we got the half inch too if we need it for those rare occasions. Great idea. I mean, it's an awesome bender. It's just as good as the Greenlee bender. I don't know why people hate on it so much. Um, well, I don't know why people hated on it so much in the comments, you know, for the two shoe. Um, but yeah, it's it's awesome. It's 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 not like it doesn't feel awkward. It doesn't feel bulky. It feels like it feels just as comfortable as a single bender, and it even has like additional angle markings on the top of it, which is cool. And then of course you can like, which cool about it too, you can like stand it up and it can just kind of stand on the floor straight up. You don't got to lean it on something, which is one of those like silly little like convenient discoveries that I guess they didn't even they, it wasn't even part of the design. They just kind of discovered it somehow. Um, so yeah, awesome. It's been, it's been, uh, it's almost like it's, what is it? Christmas, Christmas in June. Um, all right. So now let's get on to the history segment. This is probably going to be my favorite segment of the podcast. This has been like the most fun to sort of dig in and do some research on some of these cool things that I find fascinating. So to follow up on last week's history segment on the first DC power station, I started looking into the first AC alternating current power station. So what I've come up with uh, is in March 1886, the first demonstration, not the first actual location, the first location for the demonstration of an AC power system was in Barrington, Massachusetts. William Stanley was one of the first notable electricians who helped build the AC system. I see this, this is what's cool about this. I, in my head, for some reason, thought Tesla was the one who did that. But going into it, obviously Tesla was just, he just, was a strong believer that AC was going to be much, much more reliable for long distance transmission and just the, the like the benefits of AC in his motors and his induction motors and all his inventions was just, was just way more beneficial. So that's cool that I figured out that William Stanley was one of the first electricians who helped build the first AC system. He also developed one of the first practical transformers, which Westinghouse bought the patent rights to from Lucien Gallard of France, this French guy. After Westinghouse had seen this guy and another guy from England demonstrate the first idea of this in London, this grabbed Westinghouse's attention and he bought the patent rights to it, brought it back to the US. And that's when William Stanley put together the first practical you know, transformer, and that's when this thing started getting rolling. So in the demonstration, they basically lit up 23 businesses along Main Street uh, with middle with minimal to like zero voltage drop, you know, unlike direct current, which you're going to get much higher voltage drop, obviously, uh, which we know that it's pretty basic knowledge that we know today. Uh, they used they used transformers to step down the 500 volts to 100 volts at each business at each location lighting up incandescent lamps. By the fall that same year, 1886, Westinghouse, Stanley, and Oliver Schallenberger, 
which Oliver Schauenberger, I got to kind of dig. I, I, I really didn't get his name just popped up, but I didn't really actually like look into who this guy was yet. So that's kind of like my next, that's a little like spoiler. I kind of want to get into that. And I also want to get into the invention of AC and the discovery of AC. Uh, like I said in the previous episode, lots of rabbit holes here to get to get lost in, but I'm going to kind of keep it streamlined. Um, so yeah, by, the, by that fall, that same year, 1886, Westinghouse, Stanley, and Oliver Schallenberger built the first AC alternating current commercial power system in Buffalo, New York under the umbrella of the Westinghouse Electric Company. <clears throat> and like I mentioned a little earlier, of course, Tesla knew that alternated current was much more superior than direct current for long distance transmission, you know, amongst other things. Um, and I got a pretty cool quote here from Tesla, which I want to, I want to kind of read for you guys. As in nature, all is ebb and tide. All is wave motion. So it seems that in all branches of industry, alternating currents, electric wave motion, will have the sway. Yeah, so that was an awesome quote from Tesla. I found a few different websites actually that had, you know, just a whole rundown of all these cool quotes from Tesla. And it was kind of wild to just to, to read all those. <clears throat> so, so some of them are a little different because it's it's obviously it's this is way back in the day. So just the language is a little different. That's why like in that last article I read in last week's episode, just the way things were spoken were, you know, much different today. But it's it's cool, man. History like that is pretty is pretty cool, especially when it's a topic that you find interesting. You know, I mean, history obviously is all around us in all aspects, but to sort of be able to relate history to something that we do as electricians and kind of go back and dig deep and, and find out all these cool facts, I think is going to be really fun. And hopefully you guys are going to enjoy it too, because I think this is going to be really my highlight, really the highlight of, of, uh, of this podcast for me. Obviously, I'm going to have a lot of fun talking about my day-to-day. I recently purchased the Edison audiobook on Apple Books and started listening to it on Friday wild guy which you know you just hear like some of the common stuff and whatever but from the book some of the stuff is, is so crazy like like he like when he was like in his 70s <clears throat> like even you know all the way up until his death he only drank milk this dude had like seven glasses of milk a day and that was it like if he would have he would maybe he'd have toast or the doctors would get him to like have i think one of the things where like they the doctors would be happy if they were able to get him to eat like a tablespoon of like stewed pears it's wild the, the the dude was you know which makes sense like him and tesla you know these these guys are, are geniuses so of course they have like these weird quirks about them but i just thought that was wild so i'm enjoying that i just i barely broke into that i like listening to the books because it's it's easy while you're working i listen to the tesla books too a couple times actually all right so that's going to do it for this week's episode i want to thank all you guys for listening please go ahead and rate it review it and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please please share it that's going to be a huge help for me if you guys can share it with coworkers and friends and help get the word out on the podcast that's going to be awesome Uh, so have a good week and thank you guys for listening